G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, Greg Bondar these days leading a new political lobby organisation called Christian Voice Australia. Joining us for an update today on a number of issues. Greg, a special welcome back to 2020. Oh, delighted to be with you, Neil, again. <laughs> uh, Greg, let's start with the Religious Discrimination Review from the Australian Law Reform Commission. Uh, you're asking a few questions about whether there's bias, whether there is any skewed uh, uh, foundation in the, in the seeking of advice there. What are your thoughts around the review? Yeah, thank you, Neil. Look, I had uh, a long chat to a couple of my um, church uh, uh, friends and colleagues, and we were just talking about, and I was alerted to the fact that the surveys, on which I knew, as you know, it finishes on Friday the 24th, so I'll come back to that. It's a survey by the Australian Law Reform Commission, takes about 10, 15 minutes. But within that survey, now there are a number of questions. Now, if you are a wordsmith, I like to look at questions that are being asked, and both you and I know that you can make any survey give you the results that you desire by the way the questions are worded. So what's, ha- what's happened is I've had a cu- close look at the questions, Neil, and here's a couple of questions I just want to bring to your attention and see what you think. Um, there's a question there that says, have you experienced or witnessed discrimination, you know, on the grounds of sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, marital or relationship status, and the next one, or pregnancy? Now, the point I want to make here, Neil, is, and there's a couple more questions, the point I want to make here is, and see what you think, is that most people would not accept discrimination against anyone, any woman, who is pregnant. So, therefore, you would probably say, yes, I've seen that happen in the workplace or whatever. So, people are going to answer, answer that as a, quiz, as a yes. So, and the next question, so that we can get to a quick chat, is, what do you think? Now, this is subjective. It's not objective. What do you think? Uh, you know, reforms ought to be to change the law. Same thing. Would not be allowed to discriminate against pregnancy. Now, the point I'm making here, Neil, is that the word pregnancy means that most people would agree that there ought not to be any discrimination if you are pregnant as a woman. So, therefore, you're going to answer yes, yes, yes. So, the results are going to be skewed, Neil, and I think people need to be aware of this. Yeah, look, I think there's going to be a lot of people agree with you, Greg. Uh, someone on the other side is going to say, but hey, Greg, can't a man transitioning to a woman uh, actually be pregnant or uh, vice versa, the other way around? So there is some sort of connection in there because uh, a man can have a baby these days if you believe the rhetoric. Uh, so, yes, I can see where you're uh, saying these things. The interesting thing that you're pointing to is the the fact that the people who frame these questions are are not just framing them 
uh, willy-nilly uh, in any way that uh, just somehow yeah. or other will actually get a straight yes or no. There's mm. actually a very clever, and I think you're, yeah. uh, you're actually uncovering something which looks a little bit deceitful. It looks like it's a question that's going to, uh, going to fish for an answer uh, that is going yeah. to be compatible with where they want to take the survey. So a bias in the survey is what you're talking about. Absolutely. Now, look, I am a great conspiracy theorist. (laughs) And if you look at the question, Neil, if you look at the question, come on, the results are going to give you what you want. Because I I know personally, I mean, you know, I'd hate my daughter-in-law or my daughter, get, you know, who was pregnant being discriminated against. So therefore, I'm going to answer the question because it has, you don't have an option. It's not a separate question. It's all lumped up into uh, sexual orientation, gender identity, grounds of sex, and then you're going to answer, yes, I'm I'm opposed to discrimination. Well, it's going to give you the answer you want. So, Neil, very biased, very skewed. People need to be aware when they're answering this question because we're being conned now. Well, uh, schools are the focus, I think, of where this review leads. And uh, the government does seem to be bent on forcing Christian schools to permit teaching ideas that are absolutely diametrically opposed to the traditional Christian beliefs on sexual sexuality and gender. This is the key here, isn't it, Greg? Because as a Christian, you say God created male and female. Uh, all of this stuff goes contrary to what we understand as godly orientation, uh, and all of this is skewed to change. Uh, that's concerning. Absolutely. Now, look, I started my career off as a teacher, high school teacher, I've got a master's in education. I've got a, about five other degrees in education and, and what have you in economics. But the point I'm making here is that it is skewed. And I, had, I was only discussing yesterday with the Prime Minister's office, Neil, and I made the point that parents do not want to send their children to a school where the minority, the LGBTIQA student, is going to be dictating their demands on the rest of the 98% of the school population. So I made that point clear to the Prime Minister's office that we, you know, people are not going to put up with that. Mums and dads won't put up with it. And students who are heterosexual, for example, should not be discriminated against. So unfortunately, the, the Labor government is very much committed to ensuring that LGBTIQA students will have the final say. And that's a real concern. So we've got to make sure that when we do this this questionnaire, we're aware of the traps and what have you not. There is encouragement. Uh, My conversations uh, with various groups, including the Christian lobby yesterday, and uh, talking about the necessity to actually, uh, you know, take that extra step if you've never done this before and actually make a submission to the ALRC uh, website. They're asking for submissions because, uh, as uh, as they were indicating, uh, there is a flood of activists who are uh, looking to give their feedback to that survey. So, in some mm-hmm. sense here, Christians got to play the game, got to be a bit strategic. You've got to actually Absolutely. become involved in the pursuit of of, get, of getting your side heard, haven't you, Greg? Yeah, absolutely, Neil. And look, let me just finish on this with you on this issue. That At the end of the survey, there's a paragraph that says, if anything has come up for you while c- completing this survey, help is available. So they've listed Lifeline, QLife, Kids Helpline, Suicide Callback. Why haven't they... Christ- uh, uh, listed any Christian organisations or churches. 
you know, some, some Christians out there might want some guidance. But no, it's all about trying to make this look like that if, you know, this is all about suicide, this is all about, you know, life. Look, let's also list some Christian organisations that could be helpful, but the government has not done that. So the ALRC, as you're suggesting here, is uh, politicised, it's biased, uh, but they are calling for public feedback. And so uh, for listeners who want to make some feedback there, the alrc.gov.au website is where you find that actual um, survey and you can make a submission there. Yep. Uh, Greg, any? Uh, I know that there's a number of organisations that are offering some uh, some insight into how to respond there. Uh, I guess the fact that you make a response and you uh, make some sort of uh, protest uh, or uh, bring an alternative view is probably going yep. to be sufficient. No, I think so, but I think, you know, get together with your local church, get your church to make a submission, get your family to make a submission, and just point out that if I want to send my, you know, I'll give it a, a, look, I'll make an analogy, a quick one. It might be crude, but I'll give it to you. If I belong to a a golf club now, and I can't accept the rules of membership, I go to another golf club. The same should apply to LGBTI students who join a Christian school. If you don't like the rules, if you don't like the the terms of reference, go to another school. And that's the way it should be, Neil. So let's make that point. Let's make it strong. Okay, let's talk about something. I guess there's a link. It's a little bit similar in some sense, but there's a huge event that's going on in Sydney this week and next week. Uh, Sydney siders can't help but notice the LGBTQI uh, community uh, virtually taken over the city. You're in Sydney. What are you feeling? What are you seeing, Greg? Oh, Neil, look, this is bad time of the year for me because we've got the gay Mardi Gras on. But not only that, what we've got at the moment is the Sydney World Pride 2023 event. It goes from February the 17th to March the 5th. Now, my concern is, and I've spoken to my church members, and I've spoken to some other Christians, is that why is the government funding and promoting this left-wing ideology? This is nothing more than the government bowing down before the altar of the LGBTIQA community, Neil. And that's what's happening. Will the government also be funding Easter event, Christmas pageant? Were they going to be? No way. But the government here is totally committed to funding through the Minister for Tourism this event. Now, I find that objectionable, Neil. No commercial event should be funded by the government. Let them stand on their own two feet. And uh, you're saying the Tourism Minister is uh, really the driving force behind this World Pride event. So uh, when that particular person in that particular role uh, takes on that uh, responsibility of driving the whole thing, then it does become a politicised government thing, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I I just happen to know um, the Minister for Tourism, uh, Ben Franklin, MP. Uh, I've done work with Ben in the past. The point here is that if you're going to be pushing a particular point of view, I mean, just imagine, Neil, if, if Perrottet, the New South Wales Premier, said, right, I'm going to put government funds, promote it, I'm going to promote the Christian pageant, uh, we're going to put in thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, just imagine the backlash. But no, when you've got uh, a, a, a government here that's now promoting left-wing ideology or gender ideology, there's not a word spoken. 
But it's our money, it's our taxpayers' money, it's the heterosexual taxpayers' money, and I think, Neil, we've got to make sure that governments don't get caught up in promoting events that don't conform with the majority of the population. And I think, you know, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I'm supporting this Citizen Go survey to let the government know that, uh, hey, this is not on. Uh, talk about that survey in a moment, but uh, interesting that some might argue, Greg, uh, that the event actually is there to boost tourism. Um, your thoughts here on the fact that, you know, perhaps it is going to be viewed around the world and maybe uh, that's the way Sydney will be characterised as uh, LGBTQ friendly. Yeah, no, I don't think having a left-wing gender ideology to bring in money is a good way to be going. It's not family-friendly. It certainly doesn't conform with 98% of the population in New South Wales. And really, it might bring in money, but it's bringing it in for the wrong reason. For example, gambling brings in money to the state economy. But I don't support gambling. People have lost their lives. They've lost their families through gambling. But it's not a good idea. So this is not a good idea either. And, and one of the things that really upsets me is if you go to the government website... They're actually promoting the Queer Mega Festival. They're promoting it as a Queer Mega Festival, and they've even given a link to the to to to, to a website called SydneyWorldPride.com. Neil, do not go and have a look at it, please, because you'll be appalled. You'll be absolutely appalled by the sexual. Uh, graphic description that's there and I just find it totally objectionable. Uh, Greg, sometimes uh, Christians are accused of uh, wanting to proselytise, wanting to convert someone from one religion to our religion. Uh, That proselytisation thing uh, that gets, you know, the ire of all sorts of people. People come down pretty heavily sometimes uh, on the thought that uh, Christians are proselytising sort of Hindus or Muslims or whatever it might be, but uh, but you're actually suggesting what's happening when the the government supports an event like this that they are into gay proselytisation. Uh, what are your thoughts here? Absolutely, Neil. I mean, this is nothing more really than an ideologically motivated event. It will do two things. One. It will make our kids think that this is normal, this is part of, you know, who we are. Well, I'm sorry, 98% of the population is not who we are. It is very much an indoctrination-type opportunity for the LGBTIQA community. Look, I don't care if they have their gay parade, but don't tell me that you want government funding. Don't tell me that this is part and parcel of the average child at school or at home. Make sure, if you want to run these events, run it at your own cost, run it at your own... Uh, you know, uh, uh, event, but don't ask government to fund you for something that is a commercial event. And I tell you now, Neil, they won't be they won't be funding Christian events like the pageant, for example, at Christmas. No way, because the outrage would from the secular uh, community would be unbearable. Uh, you mentioned, Greg, uh, Citizen Go. That's an organisation that you're connected to as well in your role with Christian Voice Australia. Uh, give us some insight. What was that survey you were talking about? Yeah, look, I, I've signed this survey, Citizen Go. It basically is telling the government that, uh, look, commercial events should not be funded by government. This is nothing more than an opportunity for the gay community to uh actual fact promote their ideology uh, I mean just imagine and it's going on for what nearly a, a week and a half two weeks 
it's an event that really is going to cause a lot of, lot of attention, but it's causing the wrong attention because, you know, children are going to be looking at this and, and are they going to be converted to any one of the LGBTIQA acronyms that are, that are going on? Look, Neil, it really worries me because it, 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 it needs to be told. So the survey is really saying to the Minister for Tourism, look, stop funding this event. You've still got time to pull any funding back and don't do it in the future. If you're going to do it to them, then you must do it also to Christian events as well. Well, they're taxpayer dollars that are funding the event. And uh, there might be some listening to our conversation now where the penny drop says, oh, I'm a taxpayer. Those are my taxpayer dollars that are funding the event. Uh, Greg Bonder, great insights as always. And uh, thanks so much for alerting us to uh, those surveys and uh, the fact that people can respond uh, to the submissions at the ALRC website. Uh, let me point listeners to Christian Voice Australia. There's a website called christianvoiceaustralia.blog. christianvoiceaustralia.blog. Greg Bondar is spearheading that new organisation. Greg, thanks so much for your insights today on 2020. Yeah, God bless, Neil. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.